This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Yes. Welcome back to the final episode before the Christmas weekend. In today's episode, we will be taking a look ahead to Sunday's Boxing Day clash away at Mansfield, the positive news of the returning Tyler Bury and much more. But without any further ado, we'll take a look at the start of the new management tenure. Yes, so as we all know, um, Pulls have won two and drawn one under Graham Lee and Mickey Nelson since the pair have come in. I think, you know, if you look at that solely on results, you'd say that's a, a very good return. We've obviously gone and won away at Lincoln in the FA Cup. We've beaten Rochdale on the Wednesday night 2-1 and then drawn with Scunthorpe at home. But I think when you break it down, this is personal view, when when you touch on it, you may feel different and, and fans may feel differently as well to what I'm about to say. But... I think for me, you know, every fan wants to win games, correct? But when I look at the football that we're playing now, I've said it in personal tweets, I think it's negative. I think, you know, we've got two of the best wing-backs in the lower leagues and we're not using them at all. We're just playing this long hoof ball up to the top when we've got two shorter guys up there in Molyneux and Cullen anyway. So... You know, I, I personally am a bit baffled at the way um, we're setting up at the minute, the way we're playing. Um, okay, you can argue it's getting results. Um, I thought if we go right back to the start, um, Lincoln, I think out of the three games that they've both been there for me, and not just because it's a league above the team that we're playing, but personally, I think that was the best result out of the three. I think it was a result where we really held our own away at a a League One club, albeit a struggling League One club. Um, you know, I thought we played some really good football at times. We got it on the deck. We obviously managed to nick it 1-0 and, and I thought it was a, a pretty assured performance. And then and we went on to Wednesday night against Rochdale, which was the 11th of December, I believe. And, you know, we we're all full of confidence heading into that Spike's first home game. And again, it just wasn't inspiring. I left the game disappointed although we'd won and I was buzzing about that I did feel as if 
we were fortunate. I felt that we didn't play the football that, you know, Pools fans ourselves have got used to under DC. And I know people say you've got to move on from that style and you've got to move on from, you know, talking about how we played under him because we're in new times and I'm fully, fully behind that. But as I've said, I, I just don't think we are utilising the attacking force that we, we have at the club. And for me, that that's disappointing. But we grinded out the win. Obviously, a last-minute winner from Scheltz. Great to see him on the score sheet um, and an unbelievable ball from him to Culls for the first goal. Um, then we went on to the Saturday, obviously, Scunthorpe at home, um, the last game that we played due to Colchester being cancelled through COVID last weekend. But that was one of the worst performances I have seen in a long time from Pulls. It was so negative. It was so boring to watch, so frustrating. Um, you know, and I think personally we were we were fortunate really to, to hold on to anything there. Scunthorpe looked a better team and not the team that was right down at the bottom. And I think that speaks volumes when you struggle to finish teams off like that, especially coming off the positive result the week before when we'd beaten Lincoln and and obviously the midweek win. Um, you know, it was disappointing, but that's my personal view. People agree with me, people will disagree with me and that's fine and, and that's you know what football's all about, everybody has different opinions but personally when I look at the start that we've made, although the results have you know turned out four points and into the third round of the FA Cup, I'd say I'm disappointed um, and that's mainly down to the football that we're actually playing, not the results as I've said but the negativity that we we seem to be showing and, and not utilising the, the wing-backs. I mean, Killip, final thing before I pass over to you, Killip against Scunthorpe just did not want to play out the back. He was just looking for that long ball every single time and the Pulse fans did and rightly vented their frustration um, and hopefully that, you know, we're going to touch on Tyler Bury returning, as you said in the intro, but hopefully we'll be able to bring back some of that positive attacking football moving forward but Davo do you have anything to add on on this start of the new duo? Um, funnily enough I am going to uh, pretty much agree with what you've said it was a good analysis um, like you say you can't really argue with the results side of things you, you look at the results and like you say you know we're into the third round uh, we're a home tie and we've won one out of two league games so from that point of view you think well what the hell are you complaining about you know but like you say I, I think the most frustrating thing from all of this is, is like what you've pretty much said and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to try and repeat what you've said but I am but like you say the, the performances haven't been exciting they haven't been enthusiastic to watch you know you touched on this I mean I can't talk about the Rochdale game obviously I wasn't there but you, you touched on the Scunthorpe game, which I was obviously asked, and like you say, it was it was dire, and I think that game frustrates me more because of the fact that you look at where they are and you thought, right, you know, it shouldn't be too much of a a problem getting the result through, but you know, fair play to Scunthorpe, like you said, they came here clearly fighting for the lives. You, you know, we all know where they are in the table. They're down there scrapping. And they made it difficult for Pools, but even still, like you've said, you look at the players we have at our disposal. We've got 
some great quality in there. You look at Sterry, Ferguson, Daly, Moles, and Poles just really struggled. And it becomes to a point where you just think, well, I, I know Lee and, and Nelson both want to come in and stamp their own style. They want to stamp their own identity. But when you look at the way Poles have played over the last the last year and a half, two years, you know, it's brought us so much success. So from my point of view, I don't know why you changed that. And especially when, like you say, you've spoke, we've both spoke there about Ferguson and, and Sterry. You want to use them because they are our biggest outlets. They can cause massive dangers with the balls they can pour in. The fact that the bomb up and down those left and right side, respectively. Um, but without going on too much, I think our hope that we can maybe bring in a couple of new faces in the window and hopefully, you know, this could maybe enhance the way we play in the future. Whether or not it does, I don't know. I know we're going to talk about Bury in a minute, but overall, you can't argue from a result side of things and hopefully we can continue our unbeaten run under the new duo on Sunday. Yeah, as you said, you touched on, um, you know, new recruits in January, one massive boost. And you saw the reaction today on Twitter and, and someone we've been longing um, to have back for a while is Tyler Bury. Um, he obviously went off injured um, away at Tranmere, which was gutting for us all to see after such a positive start. I think he had three goals in the five league games that he played um, in his initial uh, spell at Pools. But it's good to have him back, isn't it? He's a player that you know brings a lot of excitement. Um, obviously, there was some criticism from Chalner I think that was just him trying to um, help Bury to become the best player that he possibly could. Some of it, I think, was a little bit harsh. Um, but someone who undoubtedly brings excitement. And I just really hope, I know we've had a bit of crack today on Twitter and stuff about the whole, you know, welcome back, Tyler. You know, we're now playing hoofball at pools. But, um, yeah, fingers crossed he comes, comes back and provides a really positive light. And I think he's only got a couple more games, I think, on Sunday and then um, on next Wednesday. And and then I think that's his spell up. So they're going to review that. They're going to review whether um, he'll be carrying on his uh, loan, loan time at Pools. Fingers crossed he does, because I, for one, am extremely excited to see him back in the blue and white. I don't know whether you have anything to add on that, but something that, you know, we can be excited about. Oh, definitely. Um, I've been craving the return of Bury for... <sighs> probably a month and a half, two months, and especially when you look at the results we were getting at the end of October and into November, we were on a really bad run of results. And, you know, it was evident, it was clear. We've been, we've spoken how many episodes over the last month and a bit saying we need a forward, we need a forward, we need that, we need that someone. And, you know, when we've seen in the five games how he's played in August and in a little bit in September, we, we know what he's about. Very similar, obviously, to Molyneux in the sense that he loves to run at people. He can be very technical in the way that he does things. And, you know, we know what he's about in terms of his finishing and his end product. We've seen that brilliant goal against Carlisle at home. So absolutely buzzing to see him back. Whether or not he starts on Sunday or not is another matter. But like you've said, we know that there isn't long left on his original spell here, but fingers crossed we can pull the finger out and, and get it done. And hopefully, if, if it's not going to be a permanent thing, then hopefully a, 
a loan spell taking us at least till the end of the season would be brilliant. And and on top of that, like a, again, without sounding repetitive, hopefully someone else to come in in January as well alongside it, and it could be a, a strong end to the season. Yeah, I think it's something that I discussed with a few people when he was here initially. We have to be very careful that we don't over-rely on Bury as an individual because that puts a lot of pressure on him. Um, yes, he's a professional footballer. Yes, this is his job. But we need to make sure that everybody's contributing and he's not going to be the one player, I don't think, as good as he is and as much as we love him, he's not going to be that player who you know, could just carry the whole team. And we can't expect him to carry the whole team either. So, as he said, fingers crossed he'll have a good impact on the squad, but also with some January recruitment, um, who knows where where that could take us. So just before we do delve into the preview for Mansfield on Sunday, I just thought it would be nice to go through some of the recent cup details that have been announced. In regards to the, to the Papa John's Trophy, um, we were drawn at home to Bolton Wanderers. Uh, that game will be on Tuesday, the 4th of January, with a 7 o'clock kickoff. And in regards to the FA Cup, we were drawn at home to Blackpool, which will be on Saturday, the 8th of January. But the most important information is the fact that it is a 12.30 kickoff. Yeah, so before I go into the preview, we'd both just like to uh, welcome on board the Town Ender who have now um, partnered with us to bring all of the pre-match uh, work that we need for the podcast. So they'll give us pre uh, previews for the games and things. And we just want to thank them a lot. They've also got a website which can be found at thetownender.com um, where we'll have fixtures, results. And there is a link to our podcast on that page, which we want to thank him for. And also all of the previews in written form. So without further ado, Pools Travel in pursuit of spoiling the Stags Christmas party on Sunday, obviously Boxing Day, 3pm kickoff. And after a period of uncertainty due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, Hartlepool United looks set to fulfil their Boxing Day fixture versus Mansfield Town. It's not the first time the two sides have met on Boxing Day, as in 2014, a fiery 1-1 draw was played out. There were eight yellow cards and three reds, which were dished out as a 51st minute Michael Duckworth goal cancelled out an earlier junior Brown opener for the hosts. Despite being amongst the favourites for Ormac promotion, the Stags found themselves second bottom after 14 games this season. Many amongst the town faithful were calling for the manager's head. However, since then, Nigel Clough's side has won nine out of ten in all competitions, propelling them two points above Pulse to 11th position, four points from those playoff places. Like Pulse, Mansfield have overcome League One opposition in Sunderland Doncaster in the first two rounds of the FA Cup, which has led to a third round tie with Pulse Northeast neighbours, Borough. Pools will recognise a familiar name on the host team sheet as Reese Oates is set to make an appearance against his former team. Despite being voted Pools Player of the Year in 18 times and gaining promotion back to the EFL, the Pools star declined a new deal at Victoria Park, which left many fans aggrieved with Oates, who later went on to sign for Clough's side. Nonetheless, Oates has struggled to replicate last year's form. Five goals in 23 appearances across all competitions in it's pretty much barren stuff, isn't it, for Reese Outs? However, with three goals in his last four appearances, his form is starting to improve. In terms of team news now, Graham Lee's squad um, is bolstered by the return 
of fan favourite Tyler Bury, as we've discussed. The four players that were impacted by COVID-19 should be in contention for Sunday following the return to training later this week. And elsewhere, the forward duo Luke Molyneux and Mark Cullen have been involved in training this week after one of the two was expected to miss out on Saturday's postponed trip to Colchester last weekend. So, yeah, we just want to thank the Townender once again for providing us with that pre-match and a bit more festive stuff for yourselves. Um, Stephen Hobbins penned a message to Pools fans earlier on today. Um, it read, Dear Poolies, as Christmas draws closer, I want to take the opportunity on behalf of the chairman, the board, our players and staff to wish our incredible supporters near and far a very Merry Christmas. would also like to thank all our commercial partners, sponsors and suppliers for your support and our supporters groups for your tireless energy and work to support Hartlepool United on and off the field. We hope you have a great time with your loved ones and enjoy the festivities before we are back in action at Mansfield Town on Boxing Day. Stay safe, look out for one another as you always do and we will see you back at the Suit Direct Stadium on the 29th of December. Best wishes, Stephen. Well, it wouldn't be the end of a HFC chat episode if we didn't have a prediction going into Sunday's game. Look, as we said in the um, preview, they're in good form at the minute. They've really turned things round and it's going to be tough. We know what pulls it alike away from home. Despite the recent good results, we haven't been playing the football that perhaps we've become accustomed to, the attacking dynamic football that provided us with a lot of positive results. But we're boosted by the return of Tyler Bury. And, you know, why, why not be at least a little bit positive at Christmas? So I'm going to go with a one-all draw. Um I don't know, today I've just been thinking about it and that one all screams out to me. So, yeah, I'll go with one all and um, I don't know what you you think about that, Davo, but I'll pass over to you to give your prediction and then tie up the episode. Um, funnily enough, I am thinking the same thing. Um, I am quite curious in the sense that I'm interested to see how this break is, is going to affect us physically, mentally. Um, obviously, you know, we were on a, a run of, re, of good results and then all of a sudden that stopped and there's been a break. So it, it's never ideal to to stop the flow, especially when you, you're starting to build summit. Um, like you say, it's going to be a tough one, but I, I do back the boys to score. Look, I'm going to go one all. I'm going to stick with it and I'm going to leave it at that. Um, but just before I do title the episode, I do want to say on behalf of myself and Jack that we want to wish all poolies near and far a very safe but merry Christmas and hopefully the boys can top it all off on Sunday with a good result but as always keep the faith back the boys and never say die Sport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, 
When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.